Honest, open, and vulnerable may contain adult language and material that is not suitable for listeners under 18. This is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic mix of topics. Audience discretion is advised. And you're listening to episode 125 of Honest, Open, and Vulnerable. I'm Scarlett. And I am Ryan. Uh, we definitely appreciate uh, your feedback. And you can also uh, post uh, ideas on the show. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. All right. <laughs> Start over. No, no, we're in. Um, <laughs> you can post a comment on our website at hovpodcast.net. You can also call and leave us a voicemail at 231-846-8420. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash honest dot open dot vulnerable. And you can find me on Instagram at Colonel Tux, <laughs> Colonel underscore Tux. That's K-E-R-N-E-L underscore T-U-X. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at HOV Podcast. Uh, you can find, uh, you can send us an email rather at HOV Podcast at gmail.com. And you can also find my blog um, at inscarletstorm.wordpress.com. And you can find me on Instagram at the Fuchsia Lady. F, uh, that's T H E F U C H I A L A D Y. And uh, Matt Matthew is not in, in studio. He is out on assignment. So you just get us today here in the Printophile Studios. And I do have a couple uh, quick podcast an- announcements here. Uh, we are now on Spotify. So uh, we, we just uh, got, they recently started uh, distributing uh, podcasts. So we're like, yes, sign us up. And um, un- unlike some uh, that we've used in the past that will not be named, uh, Spotify does not tone down, da- does not tone down the, the audio. So it's, it, you know, the leave it in. Stereo. I mean, they don't. So they don't sound like you're. We're on an AM radio driving through the mountains. Is my point. I don't know why I mentioned that. Anyway, um, I, I also uh, cleaned up our con- the contact page on our we- on our website. Uh, some of the links were broken, and and I replaced it with images so you could quickly see what the links were for. <laughs> so um, it just makes it a little easier to read. And just uh, one last uh, reminder that we are on YouTube, and you can find the link find the link to that at the top of our web page. So uh, now uh, we start uh, ev- every show with our mo- moments of squee. Uh, what, what do you have, Scarlett? I got a couple things. Um, last weekend, I had the opportunity to attend a science fiction fantasy uh, convention, which has been around for 50 years. I don't know how the hell I missed it, but I had no idea it existed. It's mostly for writers, Um What's it called? Uh, it's Mile High Con in number here. Um, like I said, it's been around for like 50 years, and I didn't know that. Um, that makes two of us. Um, my friend Ann uh, kind of turned me on to that. And um, so I got to spend some time with her and go and do that. And then, um, yeah, so it was good. And then I also... Um, <laughs> 
got to uh, finally <laughs> have lunch with my friend who's leaving the state the end of the month. And so that was, um, that was good because I hadn't had a chance to do that. And um, yeah, so those things were good. Um, then <laughs> this week has been the week from hell. Um, and uh, we've been having car issues. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I was in the ER this weekend and, or last week and just, just been one thing after a freaking another, but, um, it's all good now. And, and my, you got to go to a sci-fi convention. That's right. <laughs> but my big, my big moment of squeeze for this week would have to be, um, Peter and I were in therapy and the therapist made the comment that we really seemed connected and, Peter really seemed like grounded and happy, which um, that's something that hasn't happened in a while. And he and I were definitely on the same wavelength and it was just, it was a good, it was nice. a good thing for us. And so that was probably my big moment of squee is that um, seeing him kind of in that moment and then that momentum. So yeah, that was pretty good. But he and I have both de uh, both decided that the car gods hate us. Um, <laughs> we've had one thing after another. I could do a whole hour on what's been going on with the damn cars, but I'll I'll spare you all. Um, let's just say it's not good. Um, I did get a seventy two dollar ticket this week um, for something stupid, and um, I I was driving on a completely flat tire, and I'm lucky I'm not dead. So um, yeah, I would say that's a moment of squeeze right there. So. Um, you, you, you have a different definition of squee than I do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just put it this way. I'm not dead. Um, that's a good thing. So, um, but there's, a, but there's been some good things mixed in, in the middle of all the stress, I guess. So, um, yeah. Can't so, have the yin without the yang, apparently. Exactly. You can't <laughs> appreciate, you can't appreciate one without the other, I guess. So that's. That's me. What about you? Um, I've been, um, well, I, well, like like you, it's been mixed. <laughs> but um, I, I've been having trouble with the job search front, and I kind of felt like I've been kind of hitting my head against the wall. Not, not literally. <laughs> Thank you. No, you only wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I said, you know what? I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something productive. So I got, so I got involved with the local developer community, and through that, I got, I. I learned about uh, NASA Space App Challenge, which I've I've already released three videos about on my YouTube channel. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, so, you know, um, but what what the so the the project was uh, um, track the the movement of refugees. And so we, uh, we, we decided we, I, I, I joined a, uh, so what, what the NASA space app challenge is, it's a hackathon and to, and to me, just, just hearing the word hackathon means like it, it's, it's a period of attrition, <laughs> like, like you're locked in an office that 
you know, has a has access to a bathroom. <laughs> but <laughs> but you're locked in the office in this office for like eight to ten hours with the group with a group of developers, and your ticket your ticket out is you you uh, submit a an a- an app that can ship. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, you know, I just, ha- and it was totally not like that at all. It was a lot more, uh, creative and free flowing and it, it was, uh, and I, I really, du- I really dug on it and I, I helped, uh, a little bit on the, with the kind of the data ga- gathering part. Um, I explained that in the videos I posted, but, um, but af- after afterwards, the team lead uh, con- contacted me and said, "Yeah, the judges are really dig- digging on digging on our app." And I'm like, uh, 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 "I was just in shock, <laughs> just because." Uh, well, for, first off, was my my mind was blown at you know what the difference of you know the difference between what I thought a hackathon is to what it really is and what it really is was so much better than what I thought it was and I connected with a lot a lot of uh, good uh, people and um, which has led to to invites to other <laughs> other events and so I had that going on and then and you know what I had a very small contribution that I literally just copied copied off of a website. <laughs> I just Googled for the right thing, and and uh, but the we ran into some problems that had nothing to do with whether my uh, with me having bad code. <laughs> it was it was a server error on someone else's part, but. Uh, so I had that go. I'm like, I just threw the, you know, we just like threw this together in a course of like two, maybe three hours, and they're like, oh, yeah, we really dig on this, and I, and like all I, all I could get out was like, I can't even. <laughs> like I walked around the house just blubbering, blubbering to myself, trying to, you know, just grab a hold of something <laughs> so um so yeah that was that was my moment of squee <laughs> so um then uh then uh before before we were uh recording you were uh talking about some uh like a ted radio thing yeah there was a ted radio hour i was listening to on the way over here and um it was talking about basically finding moments of humor in times of adversity and um, you and I have watched some TED videos, TED app, you know, the uh-huh. TED yeah. videos, because um, for something different to tired of the same old thing all the time. So we were watching the TED, the, the TED hour and um, there was a comedian on there and I cannot think of her name. I'm sorry, but if you Google it, you'll find it. Um, it she um, she's a Muslim. She's Muslim American, but when she was born, um, she, she always says, I'm not drunk, but the doctor who delivered me was cut, cut, cut her mother six different places in six different directions when she was born. So, um, what happens? That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound normal. (laughs) No, no. So what happens as a result is this particular individual has cerebral palsy. And mm. she said, and she says, it's, it's like, as a result, I just shake all the time that it's yeah. just 
that's all it is. And she said, and she wanted to educate people knowing, Hey, you know, you can't catch it. It's not a, it's not something you're born with. It's not genetic. It's only caused by accidents when you're, when you're born. And so, um, anyway, she's a comedian and she's really funny. She really is funny, but, um, she was talking about, you know, Hey, you know, you have to laugh or you can feel sorry for yourself. What are you going to do? What's your choice? Mm-hmm. And, and so it was really good. And then they had another, they were talking about a, they were talking about another, um, woman comedian who had teamed up with a male counterpart and they were, they're both Muslim American as well. And, um, they were going around the country and setting up tables like in the middle of the mall or something like that Mm -hmm. and just um ask us anything kind of thing and just educating about what islam is and what islam isn't and i think that's so important right now oh yeah that um there's a lot of misconceptions specifically about muslim americans and um she doesn't wear the hijab she doesn't wear the the headscarf, anything mm-hmm. like that. So somebody asked her, well, some, you know. So she dresses like an American? Well, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, somebody made that comment. Well, you dress like an American. And she says, because I am an American. <laughs> I was Hello. Born here. So, um, you know, just little. Um, and so he says, well, what I don't understand is you dress like an American, but not all. Muslim women do. Why is that? And so she was able to kind of educate. So it was really interesting. And about, let's see, about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, I started working for a Palestinian Muslim who, and I say Palestinian because he's from Palestine. Um, (laughs) I mean that. I mean that when I say Palestinian. But um, he, and it was a family business. So it was he and his, his sister was always there and his brother was always there. And um, his mom and dad would come in. And I have to tell you, they were some of the coolest people ever. But um, Ramadan, Mm -hmm. um, that was, that was quite, um, now, for those of you who don't know, Ramadan is a Islam is Islamic um, holiday. It's a it's like a high holy day or you know high holy week or whatever. It's a, I don't know. I think it's I don't want to. I want to say it's I want to say it's a week. Okay. But it may be longer than that. Where um, you don't eat or drink anything from sun up to sundown, and you can only eat during you can't eat during the you can't you can't eat or drink during the daytime hours i may hmm. have that backwards it may be the evening hours i don't know i don't remember <laughs> there's some there's some that doesn't period sound like of time. a celebration to me <laughs> there's some period of time you can't it's it's a fasting it's a okay, fasting okay. exercise and i i actually now that i think about it i actually think it's a month it's a month long it's a really long period of time but he would always say um he would always tell us that 
that Ramadan makes him cranky <laughs> because well yeah if I yeah. can't drink during the day yeah. that would make me really well cranky. and you're not allowed it's it's like it's like there are stipu- there are exceptions like if you're diabetic or if you're if you're pregnant, if or you're, if you're a human, you need water. Well, no, 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 and you're allowed to have water, I believe. Okay, but you're not allowed <laughs> you to. Didn't specify. But um, for health reasons, you have to you have to take care of your health. So there's some stipulation there, and and I don't know enough about it to um, go any further than just that. Okay. That he used to. He just used to always say Ramadan makes him cranky, but. Um, he was just very down to earth and you could ask anything. And um, his brother and I often had a big conversation about um, Christian beliefs versus Muslim beliefs when it came to things like um, the afterlife, the um, death in general, and just kind of um, really we have more in common Christians have more, and I'm talking Christians and non-Christians alike, just people, human beings Mm -hmm. have more in common with one another than we think. And just it, it, in, in this time, this country is so divided right Mm -hmm. now. And I think that we need to focus in on what we have in common right. rather than, I har- what I wholeheartedly div- agree. than what divides us. And so I just thought that was really cool that they were going out there and just saying, hey, talk to us like human beings and we'll educate you on our religious beliefs or our, you know, or, his- or our cultural mm-hmm. beliefs. And I just think that that, but it was really good to know that you can use humor to do that and not... So you can laugh together because the minute right. that you laugh with somebody, any wall you have between you mm-hmm. gets taken down. And I was watching Stephen Colbert last night. I'm a Stephen Colbert fan. I'm sorry. But no, I'm not sorry. But anyway, <laughs> um, Stephen Colbert had uh, Dr. Phil on there and they were talking about that same thing about, hey, you know, it's okay. He's, it, Dr. Phil says, hey, when did it? become not okay to d- disagree with somebody and disagree with them passionately and then go have lunch with them the next day and right. have a great time and have great conversation and not make that be the focus of your interaction. So help me help you. <laughs> well, well, and what, what Stephen Colbert said, you know, or um, uh, Stephen Colbert asked Dr. Phil, when you were growing up, were you ever allowed to say you hated anything? And he said, no. And he says, neither was I. Because there was a generational thing Mm -hmm. where you just didn't do that, that you didn't say, you know, well, I hate something. I can strongly dislike something. And it's okay, you know, but we, this country has become so divided right now. Oh, yeah. And I just think that, the focus is on the division when really we need to find what brings us together mm-hmm. as it, it's kind of like when nine 11 happened, the intent was to divide. And instead we all came together as Americans, regardless of anything else. And it had quite the opposite effect. And it just seems to me that humor is a great way well, that well that's, to figure out what brings us together. Well, that's how we find our friends. Correct. Would, would you? Would you? I mean, because. But to, but do you do you agree one hundred percent? 
with everything that every one of your friends ever says or does. Of course not. No. Of course not, because you're But we share the same sense of humor. Well, not only that, (laughs) but I'm just saying that, you know, it's okay to disagree. It's a social lubricant. It's okay to disagree with somebody. And it's okay to disagree with them passionately, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you you should let that divide you to the point where you can't have a healthy interaction. And I just think that a lot of us have lost sight of that. And so using humor mm-hmm. is a great way to pull that back to center. And um, so I just thought, I, I would just mention that, that um, I'm one of these people who has a really twisted sense of humor. And you either <laughs> really appreciate it, you really appreciate it, or you go, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and I have people, I have friends who... Or they, or they may say, what the fuck did you just say anyway, but but laugh but laugh their ass off. <laughs> I, I had, I have, um, my friend I went to the, the sci-fi convention with, she actually made a comment. She says, you know, you, she asked me a question. She says, do you want X, Y, Z? And I said, yeah. And she says, okay, is that yeah, yes, or yeah, sarcasm? <laughs> because I can't always tell with you. I said, okay, that's fair, because you don't always know when I'm joking because I can deadpan so well. My, it drives my mother mm-hmm. crazy because my brother can do it too, and my brother's more twisted than I am. So you get my brother and I going, and my and my mom can. Oh, you get keep the three up. of us going, and <laughs> my mom can't keep up. My mother cannot keep up, and so. It's all going right over her head, and she, oh, she gets so mad at us. And it just, um, so it's it's one of those things you don't always appreciate my brand of humor. Right. But it, it, I'm, I've been told I'm an acquired taste. Um, and I, I think that's right. You either really like me or you really can't stand me. It's nothing in between, and I make no apologies for that. Hey, that's on you, not on me. Because um, <laughs> I am just... I'm consistently who I am. So, but I just think that humor is a great way to blur that divide. Mm-hmm. It's, and, a, it's a great social lubricant. And I just thought I would uh, mention that, that no matter how bad things are, you can always make a joke. You can always find a way to smile. You can always, mm-hmm. um, right now, Peter and I are doing the whole, the car gods hate us. And if you knew the whole story, you would understand the car gods really do hate us right now. But we laugh about it. It's nothing that we you can't, it's just, okay, this is how it is. Okay, what's going to go wrong today? <laughs> and how are we going to roll with it? Mm-hmm. Because that's just how you have to do it. Yeah. Today, okay, I was on the way here. And, okay, I've, I, I haven't figured out where the... This is going to sound really stupid. This is such a stereotypical woman thing to do. But And I'm sorry if that's sexist, but this is such a stereotypical thing for me to do. And if you knew me, you'd understand. But I have not figured out where the threshold on my car is when my light comes on for gas. Uh, And I push that motherfucker as hard as I can push it. It drives you crazy, I know. As soon as the light comes on, you're like, go to the gas station now. I mean, Uh, you know. No. And, well, it makes you nervous if it's... If, if the light's on. Yeah, and I well, I, well, I mention it. It's like, you know, the gas light's on. And I always <laughs> tell you, yeah, I, I'm aware. And I've never had anything bad happen except 
I was going to run some errands this morning and my car died because I didn't have any gas. And so I actually had to wait a minute, start it back up and go, okay, where's the nearest gas station? And I got there and I got there in one piece, but my car died three times on the way. So, um, that is, that's on me. Okay. That's just, that's... (laughs) my stupidity but some of the other things i've done the same thing but some of the other things that have been happening to the car i had nothing to do with i swear (laughs) including i got pulled over because i was driving on a flat tire going about yeah he said i was going 40 there's no way i was going 40 i would have got a speeding ticket on top of it um you hardly go above 30 (laughs) i was going probably about i was probably going about 30 in a 25 um, with a completely flat tire. And when he said completely flat, I was like, no, you're exaggerating. Cause I have a bad, I have a bent rim and I have had to put air in the tire twice this week. So I thought, okay, maybe it's just low and okay. I missed it. No, I got out of the car and it was flat, flat, flat. I'm lucky I'm not dead going the speed I was going. And I, and he says, I can't believe you didn't hear that. And I said, I can't hear anything over the rattle of my car. Okay. Cause <laughs> yeah. my car duct tape, I swear to God, it needs duct tape. It needs something to hold it all together. It's, it makes I a lot of noise. I think it's being held together by duct tape and bailing wire. <laughs> it makes a lot of noise. Okay. My car makes a lot of noise and it just, um, but he was nice and he helped me change the tire and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was a really nice cop and I really appreciate it. And he only gave me a, the ticket that I got was because I wasn't wearing my seatbelt, which is another typical so me. Um, I tried to get better about that, but uh, I was in a hurry. <laughs> I was on my way to work and I just didn't think about it. But I guarantee you, I will be thinking about it every time I get in my car from now on because I'm not going to pay for a second violation on that so um just stuff like that that you have to laugh it just gets to the point where you have to laugh or you just curl up in a ball and Mm -hmm. sob uncontrollably i will tell you though i've been a little edgy the last couple of days where everything annoys me yesterday in particular when i was at work i didn't have the patience for stupid people and you know doing the kind of work i do you you there's you saying, need patience. <laughs> there's a saying, you can't fix stupid. Really, you can't fix sta- stupid. And um, you deal with a lot of um, uninformed people. I wouldn't say that they're stupid. I'm going to say that they're uninformed. Um, and part of my job is to inform them without putting them down for not knowing certain things. And so there's a, there's some diplomacy to be had. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're in a bad mood, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I, I'm not always diplomatic and I don't always have the patience <laughs> to try to be that way. Even when you are in a good mood. <laughs> uh, it's just, well, I don't have patience. I don't have a lot of patience for stupid. And um, so, yeah. And I was in the emergency room this week. I had um, an issue with my arm and, and um, everything's fine, nothing bad, just pretty much I went to the emergency room to be told to go, uh, go put ice on it and take ibuprofen, um, which I knew they were probably going to tell me, but I would rather be safe than sorry. Yeah, no kidding. I wanted to go Because that could have been sure. like something totally worse. Right. <laughs> well, they were concerned about blood clot- clots. That was the first thing they wanted to eliminate. And so um, probably um, 
you know, I could have cried about that too, but I was just laughing going, I know what they're going to tell me, but I want, I need to know this so that the rabbit gets off, the, you know, the hamster gets off the wheel uh-huh. that's spinning in my head that, oh God, I'm going to die. So, <laughs> so, you know, there's just, I think I, my point is humor mm-hmm. is, it, it really is, they say laughter is the best medicine. Laughter is the best. Yeah. Laughter does a lot. And I was kind of laughing. There's a commercial out there right now where they're poking fun at um, laughter therapy. There's actually something out there called laughing lung yoga. I have to tell you about this. Oh, I think I've, I think I've seen, seen And it's for like, like Geico this, but... or something. I can't even remember what the commercial is actually for mm-hmm. because I laugh every time I see it's, it's like skeptics and they're laughing. And I, and, and I have to laugh because there is something out there called laughing yoga. And I used to participate in it, but I only did it for like three or four times because it made me feel so, this is stupid. <laughs> I can't do this. with a... But it is something to be said for releasing those endorphins, mm-hmm. releasing those. Um, and I won't say it's stupid. It was just not, I felt stupid doing it. Let's put it that way. It wasn't, it wasn't comfortable. And I don't I'm like. Pr- I'm pretty sure you weren't alone in feeling that. <laughs> I don't like being out of my comfort zone. And, Nobody does. <laughs> and my therapist will tell you, you had a feel. <laughs> I don't like feels. Um, they make me uncomfortable. And um, so, um, but there is such a thing called laughing yoga. And basically it's just activities where you're just laughing for no apparent reason and releasing those endorphins. And um, yeah, it's, it's uh, my my whole point of all of this (laughs) is that humor is, you know, it's something that um, you can't find a lot of, you can't find, like, if you're talking to somebody and you guys are laughing together, you're not focusing in on what you don't have in common. Exactly, yeah. You're Or what divides you. You are concentrating on what you have in common. And I think that if more people would do that, I think that we would, we would, we would just be better off all the way around. So anyway, um, that's on NPR, by the way. That was on the TED Radio Hour. Um, and also um, you can find um, some great comedian or great humor performances on um, the TED Talk mm-hmm. uh, website. So check it out. It'll make you smile. Okay. <laughs> so uh one thing i wanted to uh talk talk about was re- recently canada canada has uh le- legalized rec- recreational cannabis so, hold on, let me get that. <laughs> i'm surprised they haven't done that beforehand but before well, now I mean, I, I know, I know that it was it, it was uh, legal uh, med- medicinally, but uh, not not uh, re- recreationally. Um, but they're they're, le- they're leaving it up to each individual pro- province to decide where where they stand on the issue and whether they'll par- participate. But you, um, I, 
I, I just I just read uh, one art article that discussed like the different the different parties involved and who you know the quote unquote winners quote unquote losers and uh, no, nothing that we're not familiar with here because you know we we have an established industry and so I'm familiar with all of the different uh, par- parties involved. I mean in in terms of like. Big businesses, craft growers, you know, policemen, lawyers, landlords, that that kind of thing, and so not nothing that I read about in that in that article uh, was really a surprise to me. And I'm like, yeah, we see that here, yeah, we see that here, yeah, we see that. Here. <laughs> well, and especially being in a state where we have kind of been the. We've kind of been the the crucible, um, yeah. Kind of the the we've been kind of the de- defining state, I guess, for in in the United States for that legalization and that Recre- the the regulation framework. the regulation the regulation of it. And I think that we've kind of been you know the benchmark for. Yeah, a lot, um, a lot of uh, leaders have come have come into the state and tou- toured around, and yeah. I I'm, I'm going to mention Stephen Colbert again. He did a little clip of there was a congressman, and unfortunately, I don't even know what I think I don't even know what state he was from, but he went to Vegas where it's also legal, and um, <laughs> got um, he he says I don't think that there are many people in Congress who have ever smoked, ingested, tried. Um, That's no surprise. <laughs> uh, marijuana. And yet we're supposed to pass laws on something we don't know anything about. So he went to Vegas. His idea was, hey, I'm going to try it. So I know what, I, I know mm-hmm. something about it. And then maybe I'll have a better idea of that. And so it was kind of a, it's kind of, funny because he didn't want to smoke it but he wanted to try edibles and so they they told him they uh, that's told totally him different <laughs> they told him well yeah but they told him only take a half dose wait a half an hour see how you feel and then go from there and he was doing gummy bears and so and there, there's something else is it sprayed or is it infused because there's a completely react completely different to something that is infused with marijuana as opposed to if it's just coated with marijuana or um, mm. CBC or CBD oil or whatever it is. I know because I do I do edibles too and I I don't I don't get the same reaction from something that's sprayed as opposed or coated as opposed to infused. So, and I think it was kind of a parody. I think he was really kind of poking fun at, um, uh, at himself, at himself, at Congress for not educating themselves, not, not that they have to be users, but they need to be educated. If you're going to vote on something, know what the hell you're voting on. Well, and so that was the whole point. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they were talking about the gummy bears and and um 
But I think that there is a difference between smoking. Oh yeah. And edibles. There's and, there's there there's a larger difference between smoking and edibles than there is between it, whether something's coated or infused. Reason being, when you mm-hmm. smoke it, the THT all the cannabinoids go directly into your bloodstream. When you when you uh, when when you do edibles, regardless of how of how the cannabis got on the on or in the edibles, it gets processed by the liver and becomes something totally different that your body and you your body has a totally different reaction to. Not only that, but even CB, CBD oil is um, completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they're you know when you hear about CBD oil being used with children. Um, I think everybody gets up in arms because it's marijuana. No, it's not even, it's it doesn't not, even, it's not it's psychoactive. Not, it's not psychoactive. And I've seen, now we saw, we were watching some uh, uh, documentary and it was a little girl. She was about, what, seven or eight? And mm-hmm. they were doing the oil with her. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she, had, she, she did. Had, she had severe, uh, a certain kind of epilepsy where right. she was having multiple right. seizures a day. And she wa- and it was c- controlling her seizures, but she was getting a little high. Um, I think that's just you're a little girl and you're hyper. She Well, she's feeling better. But she's feeling better. She has more energy. I don't think it had anything to do with the oil. So as far as that reaction, as right. far as her just being a little girl. And I think that they were trying to demonize, oh, this oil makes them all high. No, it doesn't. No. It makes them feel better so they can be kids. Well, that's not what the documentary was doing. No, but, but they but no, but that's but that's something that has been addressed. that was so Oh, oh, fair point. Yeah. There there are some um critics yes, of yes. using it for children because it gets them high. No, it doesn't. It makes them feel better so they can act like kids. Hello. <laughs> so that, you know, they can not have seizures. You and know, what and she actually... was saying, what the little girl was saying is, yes, I feel lightheaded. I feel, well, yeah, you do because you're getting more oxygen to your brain for one thing and you're feeling better. Mm-hmm. You're breathing better. You're, you know, so... So the whole thing is, you know, education, education. And that was, I just had to put my two cents in Mm -hmm. more that that there are people who are acknowledging, hey, we don't know enough about this to really make a determination one way or the other. And maybe we ought to find out about it, which is why. Then smoke it first. (laughs) Well, not even that. I think it's more important to, hey, maybe we need to do more research. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to put money into research, and um, and I think that 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 was probably the whole. That's what I took away from it. Mm-hmm. Where don't talk about something you don't know. Well, how do you find out? Right. And you are in a position where you can fund research. Mm-hmm. And I'm and so. I'm and I'm saying that you know pe- people uh, react to ed- edibles with a. Mm-hmm. much higher variance mm-hmm. when you smoke when you smoke it you get a much more uh it, it's much more standardized <laughs> so it's, it's you more, know if, yeah. if you're good you know if yeah. you're gonna do research at least do it scientifically and remove and try and let mitigate the variables but the whole thing <laughs> is is why are you doing research on your own you need to do it in a laboratory you need to do it in a controlled environment mm-hmm. double blind and study you're not you're not uh, by going and experiencing 
what this marijuana thing does is not really research. And that was my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, and that's what Stephen Colbert was kind of making fun of the guy okay. for trying to say that it was the same thing because it's not the same fucking thing. So. But anyway. I mean, the, but I mean, the good, the good thing to hear is that he recognized that, hey, we don't know, we mm-hmm. don't know jack shit about this stuff. Um, before we actually, you know, deci- decide on stuff that affects the lives of the people that uh, that that voted us in, <laughs> let's right. find find this shit out. So, but my my point is, as far as you know, being in a state where we've kind of been the benchmark for the the regulation part piece of that, mm-hmm. it just kind of surprises me well why not canada why not some of these other countries that they should be looking to us as for well they have been (laughs) yeah exactly so i'm glad that they're coming around to hey we can make this work but there's a right way to do it in it and yeah and uh, and one la- one last thing that i well and the main reason why i wanted to bring this up is america (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I say that. All right, America, you're on notice. <laughs> let's let's get our act together. And if you're lis- if you're listen listening to this before uh, before election day, get out there. It's a little it's it's too late to register. But I mean, if if you are registered, vote. Actually, <laughs> there are some places where you can register the I'd... day of. Well, I well, yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, in in most in most cases, they re- require a certain amount of time to actually get you into the voter voter rolls and and all that. But I mean, I, yes, I I I will I will say that will vary state to state. I I am not a lawyer. <laughs> I know nothing about voting law. So, <laughs> well, and the hard thing is, is that uh, also to um, I've been guilty of not voting in the midterm elections. I usually don't. I usually don't bother myself with it. I usually, but I always vote in presidential years. However, this year in Colorado, it happens to be a gubernatorial year. Mm -hmm. And so I've been paying, I'm making a point to go vote this year. I'm probably going to do it by mail-in. But my whole point is, yes, vote. And, and if you, you know, just get out there and vote. And I don't care if you agree with me politically or not, just get out there and have your voice be heard. Mm-hmm. And just kind of more, kind of build on your, what the point you just made during midterm elections, your voice counts, your vote counts twice as much because less people vote during the midterms than during mm-hmm. the presidential elections. So, I mean, it's, it, you're for, I mean, if, if you're listening to you to say, "Oh, vote, vote, vote doesn't matter," it matters twice as much on the in the midterms. Not only that, during the midterms is when you get new Congress people, you get your representatives, you get your. That's usually done in the midterm election. Depending. Depending upon where you are, yeah. but um, this year it happens to all fall flat out there. So. Um, but I mean, my 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 point is, I mean, if you're saying that your vote, you know, it's like, oh, mm. vote does, but it's like, well, no, it it does. I mean, it it counts. You're you're actually you're actually giving up more voice by by not voting in in the mm-hmm. midterm in the midterms. So, yeah. so 
just get out there and vote. So that so that's the kind of the note we wanted to and end, end end on here. So um, do we def, definitely thank thank you for listening. Uh, we we do appreciate any feedback so please comment using the channels found on the contact page at hovpodcast.net and please check out our youtube channel at bit.ly slash hovpodcast underscore youtube all lowercase and if you want to stay up to date please subscribe to us on itunes google play spotify or TuneIn.